flick off your jandals, crack a cold one from the chilli bin, chuck on some cans and enjoy a Kiwi take on all things Arsenal. And welcome back to the last uh, preview podcast for the Arsenal New Zealand podcast. Uh, my name's Mike, uh, up in, well, I wouldn't say sunny Auckland because it's at night and I can't see, but, uh, and I'm joined by Corey down in Wellington. Hey, Corey, how's it going, mate? Good, thanks, Mike. Um, and it has been sunny in Wellington until someone turned the lights out. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, how's things up there? Oh, I mean, just been in uh, a good old, another isolation for, for seven days here. Well, my son's um, going through the old COVID process, but um, it is what it is. But, I mean, I, I don't think the football could have gone any worse in the last uh, week, could it? Really? I think it could have. Really? Yeah. Explain. Go on. Well, I don't know. <laughs> Broken legs. I mean, I don't know. I don't want to know. Oh, yeah, yeah fair enough. But, but it, it certainly could have been worse. Yeah, it's it's been a. Um, but it could also have easily been a fair bit better. It, it's been a bit of a, a hard week to be an Arsenal fan, but um, our our podcast here isn't to uh, let's say bring up bad memories, but it's more about. It's a fair weather podcast. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, and uh, I think it's it's about talking about um, maybe a bit of perspective today um, in terms of uh, what's happened in the last couple of weeks, where we currently sit, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And then yep. maybe maybe we might cover um, last game of the season, bit of a, re- a preview, and then um, see where we land. Eh? Let's do that. So uh, I, I sent you a few messages this week, um, especially after these two losses. Um, in terms of uh, at, at the start of the season, I think we we all had a, a conversation about um, where we thought we'd land in terms yep. of final table and etc. And I'm pretty sure all four of us, me, you, Dylan, Dave, all kind of had that top six as kind of the goal. Mm-hmm. Um, and look, we're, we've gar- yeah, yeah. And we've kind of guaranteed top six um, a few games ago, which is good considering the, the start, of, start we had to the season and the young squad and all of that sort of stuff that kind of went on this year. Look, yeah. I know these two losses are hard to take and, and seeing um, them bin chickens down the road above us in the table isn't ideal, but mm-hmm. realistic in terms of where we're, where we're going with this rebuild and um, where we currently are. Uh, are you happy with what's happened this season? Um, I think like a lot of, you know, I keep, I keep hearing the phrase in my head, it's the hope that kills over and over over and over again <laughs> I mean as you touched on at the beginning of the season I was thinking like many many fans including including you guys um you know fifth or sixth would be a good progression back in Europe you know um, moving forward a bit with the squad hopefully bringing in some more talent and increasing the capability of us to challenge for for the top four hopefully next season you know that that was the expectation. Um, and obviously after the first three games many of us were beginning to wonder if even that was a little um, optimistic and obviously as it turned out thankfully it it wasn't but um, with what happened in January I guess that was a bit of a risk well not not I guess I mean it was clearly a massive risk from the club 
left us exposed. Um, and some of our first 11 who are particularly, I don't know if prone's the right word, but um, susceptible to injury, um, a couple of those guys did cop some injuries um, that have kept them out far more than we'd have liked. And ultimately that's, in my opinion, that's probably what's um, what's cost us that opportunity to get into, into the Champions League. Um, and whilst it's perfectly reasonable and understandable to be disappointed that, you know, we had it pretty much on a plate in front of us, um, we just couldn't quite take that step to, to make it happen. Um, it's, it's not all bad. And the further away I get from, from Monday <laughs> and last week's came probably even more so, um, the, the, the better it begins to feel, um, the more forward I'm looking. Um, I mean, I've almost flushed the dunny on this week's match. Hmm. You know, yeah, I look, I, I'm, I'm in a, a very similar boat, I think. It's, um, we, we all kind of were targeting that top six. Um, the, the fact that we've got the youngest squad in the, in the league uh, on average, which is amazing for the future, um, a very thin squad in terms of depth across pretty much every part of the field. Um, we haven't had a striker for the whole season, um, essentially. No, I mean, really. I, I, I bang, we haven't had a reliable one. Yeah, we, he wasn't really there when he was there, and then he was gone. And we've yep. kind of not had a a focal point, a twenty goal a season striker like every other team. Um, well, most other teams, um, and some and other teams. We're we're still. I mean, you can say we're, we're challenging top four, right? We're we're putting the, the pressure we on. We're one point away from top four. Yes, we've been there and thereabouts. We've been there and not and whatever. At one point, there was a potential third place was was potentially there as well. Like the fact that we're even talking about that, yeah. From where we were last season, and the thin squad, the young squad, um, all the other bits and pieces that haven't kind of fallen our way this year. Um, I think it's pretty, pretty successful season. I'm not going to say like fifth is a trophy or anything like that, or fourth is a trophy or whatever. Uh, I was happy. I'm happy that we're going back to Europe. I don't think we're at a champions league level yet in terms of our experience and our depth and all that. So Europa league is probably where we need to be sitting. Yeah. And I think if you, if you take a step back a season or two, we had a, I don't know. I don't know what other way to say it, but we had to clear a lot of shit out of the club. Yeah. Um, in terms of wages, in terms of players, in terms of egos and whatever. Um, and I certainly would not have been surprised if we'd taken a decent step back before we were in a position to move forward. Um, this year has been that step back. And the fact that whilst you can analyse a lot of statistics and you know they don't stack up too well this season the reality is we're going to finish fifth um and all things considered as you as you said that's that's a pretty good place to be and we can all see where we need to go we can all see what we need to do we can see because the club's gotten a lot better with communication um in particular from the from the the manager um we can see what we need to do we can see how we're going to do it and we can see where the 
where the gaps are and where the opportunities are for us to improve, as can everybody else. Um, and the fact that we've gone from where we were 12 months ago and 24 months ago to where we are today, whilst, yep, sure, we're disappointed. We we had a pretty much a sniff of, of getting into into Champions League next year, and we did, and that's awesome. And we didn't, and that sucks. Um, yeah, I think, you know, the, the further away it kind of gets, and once the, that disappointment begins to dull a bit further, um, and we're a bit more reasonable, I guess, and analytical about where things are at, and we can see where they're going, it's, um, it's not been too bad. I think there's also the element of what has happened will provide motivation as well. Um, to for, for for the next season, the fact that we've um, almost been there but didn't quite get there, or, or might not quite get there, whatever you want to say, yeah. um, well, with these young players who are still like we're still talking about 20, 21 year olds, twenty two year olds, right? Um, still got a long career, many years left on their Arsenal contracts, etc., and all that sort of jazz going on. Mm-hmm. That what has happened is only going to make them mentally stronger for the next season and the next season after that. Like go, going from uh, a 38 or whatever, how many games we played this season? 42 or whatever with um, the cups Cup and stuff. Cup games. Yeah. yeah. Straight into a Champions League um, season, um, which instantly bumps you up to 60 games. Um, yeah. Like, that's quite intense, especially with the opposition you'd be facing because you, you pro- because you would be finishing fourth, you'd probably draw a, a Bayern Munich Barcelona or something like that, knowing our luck in, in out of the draw, After. right? Yeah. So that intensity, I, I don't know if our whole squad is at the level to be able to play that, especially when we're still playing Cedric, right? Or, yeah. or we've got... Tavares in there, etc. We, or I mean, he's been all right for the last couple of weeks. But even El Nini, El Nini is not a player that you want to put up against Bayern Munich, is it? I mean, El Nini is a guy who you can bring in and play some Premier League games, yeah. and most of the time he'll be okay. Yeah. Um, eventually he'll get found out, and against the top teams he'll get found out, and in games where the players around him aren't necessarily performing too well. Again, he's going to get he's going to get found out. Yeah. Um, is he a guy who, if he's happy to sit on the bench and go to training and go and play for Egypt a couple of times a year, um, who's going to be the fifth or sixth yeah. midfielder in your squad? Hey, we could do a lot worse. That's that's fine, but that's not the position he's had in our team in the last month, due to circumstances. Yeah, he's been one of our starting two key midfielders and and he's not and it's just reality it's the same as similar to Cedric and okay I'll give the guy a lot of shit but probably justifiably I'd, I'd like to think <laughs> no definitely means, justifiably you know just because we've got a situation that means he's got to be the the main man week week in week out doesn't suddenly mean he's going to become that guy because yeah. he's not and no, he's, he, he's, he's not going to be He's also 30, so it's not like yeah. there's there's room for there's no ceiling development or anything like he's on the way down, not yeah. on the way up. So so um, 
in 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 context, like I, I still don't think we we're, we're ready for the Champions League, and our results have shown that, right? When we, of course we have. We, you're losing three in a row against bottom half of the table teams, and you yeah, all, all of that sort of stuff. Um, three at the start of the season, all that it, it, it the results over over a season average themselves out, and and is an actual true reflection of your season and where you should be. So maybe next year's the the year to step up depending on the investment that happens in the off season but yeah. and we've we've certainly got an opportunity to improve and i would like to think we certainly will improve yeah i guess the big question is going to be by how much and by enough because obviously notwithstanding everyone else is improving as well yeah all the teams around us are improving the team that beat us the other day is improving a lot yeah. um Financially as well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Bit of financial doping, yay. Um, so, yeah, so, you know, you've got to put it in the context of the competition that, that we're in and the teams that are around us. Um, the fact that we've been able to compete as much as we have yeah. this season with the players and the squad that we've got, with all its faults and its holes and its inexperience, um, to me, that's that, that's pretty impressive. Yeah, and, and the, and the, the other thing... Base. Again, not trying to chuck excuses out there, but start of the season, we were hit by COVID, right? Our, our yep. squad. Um, we still had to play games. Other Mid-season, other teams were hit by COVID and they got to postpone them. So um, there, there's all these other little bits and stories that kind of have gone on this season that um, have affected us. And it's, I mean, I know if people are going to say, oh, you're making excuses and blah, 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 blah. But when you put it into you context, did preface this by saying I'm I not did, making yeah. excuses exactly, but, but you, you you've got to put it in context of everything. Yeah, it averages us out. Fifth is probably where we deserve to be. Um, yeah, I would have loved fourth. Don't get me wrong. I would have loved third. I would have jumped, been jumping over the moon and um, yelling at all my Tottenham mates and all that sort of stuff. But, but fifth, is, yeah. fifth is where we deserve to be if if that's where it ends up. So um, and if you look at our squad. You know, yeah. I have a pretty difficult time convincing someone that we've got the fourth best squad in, <laughs> in, in the Premier League. I think it, it's hard to convince people that we've got the fifth best squad. <laughs> yeah. Well, if I'm honest. At the moment. Yeah. You'd be lucky if we were top 10 yeah. on paper. And that's, you know, again, that's okay. Things aren't as bad as they feel at the moment. Yeah. I, I suppose that, that's where... Uh, separating yourself from those results and trying to put some context around it the bigger picture i suppose has helped me deal with it a bit more this week um then definitely then much like um so so moving on from i suppose from that side is um there's obviously a a big sort of off season coming up and i think we're going to do a a podcast in the the next week or two in terms of reviewing the current squad and and areas we kind of want to develop or or yep. strengthen etc but there's already been lots <laughs> there's already been lots of um semi-confirmed signings and stuff going on and across yeah. all different teams like i mean where, where do you sit on like i suppose someone like harland coming into the premier league and strengthening an already strong strong team is, is that is that is that going to hurt us because we're, we're we're already probably going to lose that game, so is, is yeah, that... 
going to yeah, go yes against and, us? Yes and no. I mean, we've seen time and again with quality players going into Manchester City. I mean, we had a big example this year with um, Jack Grealish. You know, they don't just walk into Manchester and stroll out on the stadium and start killing it. Um, you know, the way that Pep plays and what he wants players to do isn't um, isn't easy for a lot of players to to understand and it takes time for them to be integrated into, into that squad and to learn not just the role of the particular player themselves but where they fit in with with their teammates in different situations. And I can see, obviously, there's a lot of parallels there with our own our own manager. Um, so I think it's great that Haaland's coming to the Premier League. You know, obviously, it'd be great if he was coming to Arsenal, but that was, that was never realistically going to happen. But I'd rather he goes to City than somewhere like Manchester United um, or Spurs. Not that he'd go to Spurs, obviously. Um, he's he's making a strong team stronger, yes, in, in all likelihood. He's giving them other options. He's giving them more weapons. But as you touched on at the beginning, it's a team that's kind of already above where we're at anyway. Yeah, you know we're we're a few years away, hopefully, um, from competing with City in terms of across a league season. Um, so you know. Um, is it ideal? No, it's not. But um, in terms of what it means for us, I don't really know that it means a whole lot in the short short term. Yeah, and I suppose that goes with um, probably any anything that strengthens um, Liverpool as well, right? They're, they're probably not a, a team that we're going to be challenging with. Directly challenging. Yeah, yeah. For, for the season. I, I think the, the teams that I'm kind of little bit more interested in is probably the the Chelsea's the United's and the bin chickens right and and making sure that we and Newcastle, um, yeah yeah and, and making sure that we're kind of strengthening keeping as much or, or better like you know, like keeping pace yeah. with them if you know what I mean um, exactly and, and that's going to be I think a, a crucial thing for the offseason is to make make sure that we're fighting with them for players of the same quality type scenario. Yeah, yes and no. I mean, look at, I mean... They you know, obviously probably, fit our system, right? Yeah, yeah, I mean, we we draw a lot of parallels. You know, we, we can't compete with Manchester City financially, so we can take their signings off the table. Now we can't compete with Newcastle signings financially, presumably, yeah. so we can take them out of the equation. Um but look maybe, at the maybe signings. Stan, maybe Stan's going to open the war chest. You don't know. Look at, look at the signings that Liverpool makes. So Liverpool doesn't really yeah. go out and buy a whole lot of 100 or 150 million players. No, they buy players that are 30 to 60. And that's the same kind of area in that, that we're shopping. So that I tells ho- me. I, that, I hope so, because we've been shopping in the. Yeah, but it's, it's not the bargain the bin. The who. Yeah, it's, we've been shopping in the bargain bin before. So. You know, Liverpool show us that you don't have to fill your squad with $100 million players. If you get, you know, there are bargains out there, there's quality to be had at lower prices um, and with lower wages. So we've got to learn to be smarter, um, as as they've shown us for for the last five years. With with the likes of Norwich, Watford, Burnley, Leeds, etc., all fighting for that 
drop zone. Yep. Is there anybody in any of those sort of squads that you think could make the step up or, or would be a, a worthy look at for us? I haven't really given that any thought. Um, I'd like to think not. Um, you would, you really, wouldn't take someone like Bamford or anything like that? Yeah, you know, if you let me finish. Jeez, man. <laughs> <laughs> um, you, you said not really. And I was like, oh, he doesn't want anyone. Oh, I haven't really given it much thought. I mean, yeah, of course, there's some players. And I think there's probably defensively one or two guys there that we could we could turn into something. But And I guess that's where we're going to see um, the type of players that we look to to sign. And I don't mean in terms of what turns up in the BBC gossip column, uh, guys that we actually do bring into the club. You know, if, if a guy's the right age and he's got the right profile, and more importantly for us, as we've learned or had reiterated in the last month in particular, has the right mental strength and mentality to rub off on some of the younger players in the squad, that that could be invaluable. Yeah, yeah. And okay. if it's someone that's that's Premier League ready, yeah, that knows knows how it goes, that might be English or whatever. Um, happy days. I, I think bringing in a bit of um, well, while I love the fact that we're young and we're developing, etc., I think bringing in a little bit of experience is probably necessary. Definitely. Um, it doesn't necessarily have to be Premier League experience, but that's, I suppose, preferential. But um, yeah. someone that can bring a little bit of a wiser head when you get the the Rob Holding moment from the other day or yeah. um, things like that kind of don't go your way. Um, the fact that most of our squads in that younger 20s bracket, um, I suppose having that experience well, you'd think would calm them down and would um, be able to settle things on the pitch. and Definitely. Yeah. And, you know, we, we need to develop or bring in some more leadership. Yeah. Le- lead- nothing, leadership is a big thing that's missing. It's nothing against the guys that we've got. We've got a lot of really good, high-potential developing leaders in our squad. Yeah. But we need someone who's three to four years older than those guys. You know, not Lacazette on the way out the door kind of leadership, but someone who's... 26 27 yeah um has some runs on the board has some experience has ridden some highs and lows and can help some of those those guys through it yeah and, and help, uh, help them keep their heads when they start to lose their shit i suppose the, the other thing to, the other thing to throw into the mix that's going to be happening the next season is there's obviously a world cup in the middle of the season right um yep. which is going to throw massive curveballs in terms of the amount of games they're playing. Um, players in and out of international teams and whatever, all of that psychological stuff that goes on as well as the physical of that. Um, like that, All that's going to be playing on all these guys' minds, these young kids' minds who want to go to the World Cup. And, and if they don't go, who's going to kind of process them through that as a, as a mentor in the team as well? Yep. Um, so there, there's going to be a few extra curveballs, I, th- I suppose, in the next season that are... There is. Um, uh, and, and no one's experienced, right? No one's experienced oh, as, a, a as mid-season. As there has been in the, last, in the last season or two with COVID yeah. and all that yeah. crap. Yeah. You know, it's um, just the joy of European football at the moment. It is, yeah, yeah. So uh, I suppose let's um, let's look look forward to the match this weekend. Um we're playing Everton. 
who, from what I understand, are, are playing this week as well. They have yeah. a, a midweek game against, game. Yep. against Palace. Um, if they win that match, I think they're clear of the drop zone. They are. Um, which would then, I mean, it, it could go one of two ways for, for an Everton team there. They could kind of just relax and not do anything against yeah. us. Or they if could, they win, they'll go to 39 points. Yeah, which means they're clear, right? They're they're free. Um, or they could go the other celebration-y route and play free-flowing, amazing football, couldn't they? Yeah, give no shits, pressure's off. Yeah. Just have a run around. Yeah, exactly. Uh, where I suppose we're, we're going to be trying to win because yeah. if if the bin chickens do slip up, we're kind of, we could potentially leapfrog them again. To, obviously, I think we have to win and they have to lose. There's no... No draw scenario works for us, right? No. Because no, we're, we're only two points ahead. Because our so goal, goal, goal points, differences. Yeah, goal differences. No, we need these. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I suppose that, that's, uh, that, I mean, there's still opportunity this weekend, which is amazing. Um, and, and it's something to, to be positive and to look forward to. Uh, hopefully, we don't do the three on, a, three on the bounce like we did a few times this season. Like we did. Um, to do. Yeah, <laughs> I'm hoping it's a, a bounce back, and it, maybe this this match on the 20th for, for Leeds, which is when is that Friday morning? Um, yeah, will will play into our hands because I mean back, backing up after I think they played last weekend, they play midweek and then they play again. Backing up at the end yeah. of the season is quite hard, so um, maybe that'll play into our hands. Could do, and they're quite an erratic team. Yes. Um, no. Only had ten wins. Unfortunately, Norwich hasn't six games. But although it, Norwich are on a bit of a form reversal, they had a draw. So yeah. who knows? <laughs> well, I mean, they they've got nothing to lose. No, <laughs> have they really? And there ain't no Spursy like a Tottenham Spursy. Yeah, and and maybe the the highs of this week will get to them, and they'll just stumble and fall over. I mean, just I the know. just the comedy value. I'd so much love to see it. I would, yeah. Yeah, I, I don't think we will. That would be amazing. Um, the, I mean, do, do you want to do any changes to the lineup? Or would you? What would you do there? We haven't seen anything coming out of the club in terms of injuries or anything like that. But um, certainly last week, two and a half of our back four looked by players that weren't ready to play. Yeah. Um, Rob, um, Rob Holding. Rob Holdings, oh, he'll probably come back in actually. He'll be he'll be available, his, won't he? His bag. Yeah. Um, but Ben White and Tommy Asu both looked barely fifty percent of what they normally are. Yeah. Um, and Gabriel wasn't quite his usual self either, um, understandably. So yes, yeah, so, I mean there could be some changes there. Um, you know, maybe even bring Swires in for a final run round in an Arsenal shirt. He says, hopefully. Give Tommy a rest. Mm. Um, yeah, I mean, I, at the end of the day, there's there's an opportunity, and the opportunity is only there if we win the game. So yeah. Yeah. we've still got to win the game. Exactly. We said that the last two weeks, last yeah. two matches. Yeah. So I don't think Mikel's gonna, you know, if there's a chance here for these guys to play. Um, it, it's just a, again, it's a question of mentality. Um, it'll be tr- interesting to see how the crowd is. 
Yeah, well, I suppose the, the crowd in the last two games we've been away has kind of, I think, played a, played a big part as well. Um, yeah, especially a, more our, our home crowd. Yeah, I know, I know. Yeah. And the, the crowd, our home crowds have actually played a, a big part this season. I know we're on the other side of the world and we can only see it or hear it on TV, but it has been a lot more connected and... Voice um, for us. Yeah, it, it's very, very much been like the... 12th man on the field sort of scenario so um let, let's hope that the the crowd are in there and and in behind the team and, and backing them that's for sure um th- this could be the last time we see a few players in a in an arsenal shirt um if they if they line up i mean is that a th- promise <laughs> i'm hoping uh, there's one particular one i think you know his name um <laughs> and i'm hoping but the the likes of lacazette and Enkedia, um kind of have Pepe feet out the door. Pepe's got one foot out the door. Um, Holding maybe Leno definitely. Not yeah, that we'll see him play. But. Suarez as well. Like, Suarez hopefully. The it, it's an interesting one to kind of see how they um, react as well for that if, if they get on there and and what yeah. their last game looks like. Yeah, I mean at the end of the day, we've you know there's too much I think riding on the game for any sentiment to kind of come into it. It's purely going to be a case of getting the best players we've got on the park yep. if they're able um, refer Newcastle um, yeah. and yeah doing what we can to to get three points and then whatever the bin chickens still or don't do you know we, we can't control that yeah and and I think that's the the bit that everyone hates is that we can't control it right is um but we, 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 we've, we've got ourselves in this position we had control of it yeah but we let go. So, yeah. Unfortunately, we've only got ourselves to blame. And and look, fair, fair play to Newcastle. I think they they deserved what they got from the way they played and the way we didn't play and and what they did in the game. Um, yeah. The the other game, I think, changed a lot when the penalty and the the sending off were given. Um, yeah. Whether or not you agree with those decisions or not, it doesn't matter. It, it, they happened. Yeah. Um, and after that, the game was was kind of gone exactly yeah so yeah it, six six of one half thousand other sort of thing so yeah um are you going to give us a prediction no um you've been pretty good with your predictions this season so yeah i've predicted the last two games um that's why we haven't won right i'll go probably um correlation or causation i'm not sure <laughs> <laughs> i'll go two nil to arsenal Two nils Arsenal, and yeah, I and think I think gonna, Everton will win. Everton will win on Friday. Okay, yeah. So they'll be they'll be at the pub. And do you reckon I'm going to ask you to predict the other game too, the the, the Spursy game? Mm-hmm. What do you think is going to happen there? I think it'll be three-one Spurs, which would cement us five, fifth position. Yeah. Yeah. Um, look, uh, I think you're not wrong in terms of the the Spurs result. And we're we're already to... we're already fifth anyway. We can't. Yeah. We can't. Be we can't go any. Yeah, um, it's not possible. I, I don't think. Well, hang on. We could get deducted points. What? I don't know. But it is... fielding Terry Henry or something to come on in the <laughs> maybe maybe ninety third minute and score the winner. Or Mikel can strip up. <laughs> or then head off to Tottenham and poison them all or something. Yeah. That would be amazing. Where is Susie the waitress? <laughs> um, 
No, I, I think you're not wrong in terms of the, the Spurs result. I think that's going to go Spurs' way, that's for sure. Um, and our, our, and, our result... Sorry. In, in a lot of ways, I mean, and this pains me to say it, but they deserve it. Yeah. You know, the, the reality is we don't deserve to be fourth place. We're not there yet. Um, no. If it happens, hey, that's awesome. Thanks very much. I'll take it with both hands. And then 100%. Some. And laugh while we're doing it. And laugh hilariously if they manage to spurs it up. Yeah. Um, but I can't see even them spursing it up that bad. But never say never. Never say never. A couple of own goals from Harry Kane would be nice, wouldn't it? <laughs> it would be. Um, our, our game, I think we're going to probably... They just talk to the referee and get them overall. Yeah, it happens a lot. Um, it does. I think we're going to be a maybe a 2-1 win. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't see us walking away with it. We haven't kept a clean sheet in a while. No. Um, there's, there's not much confidence there, and we're a little bit all over the place at the back at the moment, so... There's going to be some issues, but I think we'll scrape through with it. But it's uh, <laughs> is there any point type <laughs> result, if you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, I, you know, in a case it's, it's a challenge for Mikel, but he's got to get those guys up because yeah. there could be a point. There could be a point, yeah. yeah. Football's a funny game. Football is a funny game. Sport's a funny sport. But did, I saw this... To, to, to move off, I suppose, our our slight position and, and just talk about, I suppose, the last round of the season. Mm-hmm. Um, up at the, the pointy end of the table, which we're, we're not far off, but we're, we are far, far away from. Um, City and Liverpool, one point difference with yep. one game to go. I saw a stat in the last, what was it? Was it um, 12 months or something? There was a, a hundred and 55 points for City and 154 points for Liverpool um, in terms of their total points gathering. So they've been there and thereabouts, both of them fighting each other for the last couple of seasons, which is pretty pretty crazy, yeah. Mm. Um, That's pretty good. I mean, are we going to get an Aguero moment again? Like, how how awesome would that be to watch? Yeah, but are you going to watch it? No. (laughs) Not at all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think I'll be getting up for this one either. Well, what are we? We're three AMs, aren't we? Yeah. All, all the games are at three AM. Um, yeah. The, and this is where. Do you remember the old uh, Premier League pass we used to have, where you could watch multiple yeah. games at once? Um, yeah. I, I quite enjoyed that, especially for this last game of the season. Um, yeah, where Sky used to do it too. Yeah. Well, Spark day. doesn't unless you have multiple no. accounts or whatever. So. Um, I will be following on my phone other games as well while watching on the TV, that's for sure. Yeah, but I don't think I will be this year. Fair enough. I think Fair I'll enough. be sleeping. Yep. Look, there's one last match. Look, um, I, before we um, finish up, I just want to give a shout out to um, the guys from the, the Cape Town um, Arsenal uh, crew. Uh, they invited me on earlier this week to to be a guest on their live stream podcast show, which was, was a pretty cool um, option uh, mm-hmm. opportunity. Um, guys run a pretty cool, pretty cool show. And just wanted to say thanks very much for the opportunity and for having me on there. Um, if, if you are ever in uh, South Africa or, or you, you want to find out a bit more about them, just uh, look them up on their Facebook page. There's heaps, heaps of info up there, but they run a pretty good show. So um, we're going to be stealing some of their ideas, I think next season and, and seeing how we go from there. But, 
Um, Absolutely. That's the best compliment we can give. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, but we, we might invite a few of the lads onto ours at some point. Um, just got to work out time zones and all that sort of stuff. But we've already got our quota of South Africans, haven't we? Oh, I'm sure we can um, make a temporary exemption, right? I'm sure we can. Yeah. It'd be rude not to. Um, so thanks for all those who have kind of stuck with us this season and, and listened to Corey and I kind of ramble on on these preview, review, um, droney on podcast, no whatever it is. Um, and it, if, if you want to stick around for, for one more, we've got uh, one planned in, in the next week or so in terms of uh, reviewing the squad and uh, looking forward to, I suppose, towards a transfer window type scenario um, and, and where, where we hope um the the club are going to strengthen over the over the break um yeah but uh yeah just keep an eye out we're, we're on all your platforms etc so you should get a notification when that when that comes out but other than that thanks very much for for joining us for the season sorry we couldn't deliver fourth but realistically i think we've hit our goals this season so yeah. And to be fair, I'm not too sure how much import we could have had into achieving fourth, but, you know, <laughs> but we have tried a, our best. If you had a predicted more wins, we would have been fine. We've tried our best. <laughs> our wins were okay. It was the losses that's kind of bitten us <laughs> yeah. in the butt. Yeah. Yeah. Who, who would have thought we'd be saying, oh, funny, we had a few more draws? Yeah, a few more draws and we would have been there, right? Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, it is what it is. We live and learn. And uh, Corey, um, but from myself, thanks very much for for being on the other other microphone with me. It's been uh, awesome having you as part of the crew this season. It's been fun, and also thanks to you, Mike, for doing all the um, obviously the work you do with the microphone and preparation, but um, even more so behind the scenes. Um, a lot of us just sort of swan in and talk a bit of rubbish for a while, and then um, Mike's the guy that actually gets in and does the hard work getting it out there into the universe. So it's appreciated. All good, man. All good. Um, that's what we do for, for the Arsenal, right? We do. Um, well, let's say it one more time. Um, let, let's finish with uh, our, our ending. Come on, the Arsenal. Let's do that. Come on, the Arsenal. <laughs> <laughs>